If you love Art Curious, help us keep it going. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash artcurious for as little as $4 a month. Shout out to our ultra special VIP patrons, Andrew L., Flamestress, Gaston L., JL, Rhonda W., Robin J., John K., and Stephanie T. Well, hello there, lovely listener. Welcome back to the Art Curious Podcast, where we explore the unexpected, the slightly odd, and the strangely wonderful in art history. If you've been following along this season, you'll know that this one is a little bit different than in the past, because instead of our usual spate of new episodes, I'm taking some time off to research for a new book. So I'm sharing some slightly changed renditions of favorite segments from my special audio course, Breaking Barriers, Women Artists of Renaissance Europe. As you probably have heard me say at this point, this is a 21-day course, meaning that you essentially get a little episode of Art Curious every day for three weeks straight, and you get this opportunity to learn about some artists that you may have never heard about before. This is three weeks with every day featuring the story of a new Renaissance painter, sculptor, miniature maker, on down. You can register now for this evergreen course that's all about learning for fun. So again, no tests, no papers, just fun content that you can access on your own time at your own pace. Register now for the course and start learning at avid.fm slash Jennifer. In the meantime, please enjoy this favorite snippet of mine from Breaking Barriers, which is all about the life and work of the tragic but talented artist Marietta Robusti, the daughter of the Venetian master Tintoretto. Please enjoy. Welcome back, listeners, to Breaking Barriers, Women Artists of Renaissance Europe. We are heading back to Italy today to take a stop in Venice, that most serene floating city, to talk about one of art history's most talented father-daughter pairings. While the combination of artist and child isn't a rare one in art history, it's a particularly fascinating dynamic when the parent, and not the child, is the greater name, the bigger draw. Because I've always wanted to know, what is it like to grow up in a household with a supremely successful artistic parent? What is it like to follow then in that parent's footsteps? in trying to achieve parity, or at least passability, in the same world in which he or she flourishes. It can't be easy, and it can't have been easy for Marietta Robusti. And certainly, if she was with us today, she could let us know. And that's because her dear old dad was Tintoretto, a Venetian Renaissance painter born Jacopo Robusti and named Tintoretto, or Little Dyer, or the Dyer's little son, because his father had been a fabric dyer, or a tintore in Italian. Tintoretto painted in a bold, mannerist style and with such speed and energy that his contemporaries sometimes called him Il Furioso, literally meaning the furious one. His brushy paintings are so suffused with excitement that you can almost feel them moving. And while he was personally known to be a kind and agreeable soul, he did spend most of his time, quote, thinking of ways to make himself known as the most daring painter in the world, as his biographer, the author Carlo Rodolfi, noted. Tintoretto was daring. Tintoretto went big, both in works and personality. Tintoretto wanted to do it all. And Tintoretto also sought to teach all of this to his eldest daughter, Marietta. 
born around 1560, although some historians think she may have been born in 1555, Marietta was the eldest of Tintoretto's eight children and appears to have been born out of wedlock, with her mother unknown to historians today. Tintoretto subsequently married another woman, and it was with her that he sired his additional seven kids. From the outset, Marietta was always identified with her father, not only as one of his assistants, and we will get to that shortly, but also in her name. As in Italian tradition and in following her father's footsteps, when she wasn't being identified with her full and proper name, Marietta Robusti, she was called La Tintoretta, or sometimes just Marietta Tintoretto. She was known by all, primarily under the name of Tintoretto's daughter, and Marietta then could not escape her father. Although this was the case for many women in Renaissance Italy's patriarchal society, you've got to wonder how much this affected a girl, especially one standing right there in the artistic shadows of her father's massive successes. As we've discussed previously, both in Art Curious podcast episodes and in this course, Breaking Barriers, women's access to traditional art schools, nude drawing classes, anatomical studies, and the like were thoroughly limited up until the 19th century, and even later in some locations. So it's lucky that Marietta was raised by a father who was himself an artist because he could teach her directly and she could learn his methods and artistic techniques within the privacy of their own home so that neither of them would be subjected to any criticism from the realm outside their own halls. Tintoretto could feel safe in knowing that he didn't have to send his daughter to be an apprentice elsewhere, potentially opening her and potentially him up for criticism. And Marietta could be comfortable in getting this top-notch education with someone whom she both loved and trusted innately. From all accounts, Tintoretto essentially treated his daughter as he would have any typical apprentice, allowing her to complete sections of his own works, such as minor details and background elements in his paintings, which was not only a common and very hands-on way to learn the job, but also to have someone assist in a master painter's busy schedule. In this way, father and daughter worked together, forming this symbiotic relationship, with each helping the other to become an artist in their own ways. There's more to Marietta's tale. We are digging deeper right after a quick break from today's sponsors. Thank you for listening. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know you're not alone and that there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair, and it's more than common, it's normal. But it's not openly talked about, especially amongst women. So it's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Each formula uses natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in consistently effective doses so that you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth over six months. 3,000-plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. So you can have thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code ART 
to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code ART. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Don't you wish you had a guidebook to help you through the big moments of your life? Like how to deal with your anxieties for going off to college, starting a new job, or even committing into a new relationship. I mean, that would be pretty darn useful, right? Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when things aren't working for you, it's totally normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Therapy for me has a broad range of benefits. Not only has it helped me learn key ways to manage my issues, but it also has helped me to grow, to become more assured and more self-accepting. And whether you're dealing with something big like trauma or the stresses of daily life, I firmly believe that anyone and everyone can benefit from therapy. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash artcurious. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash artcurious. The Barnes is home to one of the world's great art collections and has been a leader in education for 100 years. Online art history classes are taught by an expert group of international art historians, curators, conservators, and practicing artists, and cover a diverse range of topics spanning history and cultures. New topics and classes are enrolling monthly. You can focus in on Matisse in the 1930s, learn to see music while hearing art, or get up close to Modigliani with a team of curators and conservators who have shed new light on his works, and so much more. No art background is required, and you can increase your art knowledge while also strengthening your ability to look closely and think critically. For a limited time, get 10% off your first Barnes class when you visit barnesfoundation.org slash new student. The Barnes, feed your mind. Welcome back to Art Curious. Marietta Robusti and her father were extraordinarily close, so much so that she spent entire days exploring her city by her father's side, with Marietta frequently donning traditional boys' attire so that she could wander the streets of Venice with her dad without having committed the social sin of basically being a girl outside of the domestic sphere, which was something that would be considered rather uncouth. But think of what freedom that little bit of subterfuge would have allowed Marietta, and what a loving father Tintoretto would have been to go along with such a plan, or to even conceive of it in the first place, at a time when many Renaissance fathers might not have been inclined to do so. But the closeness between father and daughter probably had its downsides too, both personal and professional, though the two are most certainly linked here. 
Marietta mostly worked as an assistant to her father in his studio, and she became especially skilled in helping him complete his many altarpieces for Venetian churches. But this had a trade-off. It meant that she didn't have a lot of time to do works on her own, including accepting only a scant amount of portraits on commission. Like many apprentices before and after Marietta's time, it is difficult to determine which works were by the apprentice, Marietta in this case, and which parts are by the master, Tintoretto, since most of their combined works are unsigned. But that doesn't mean that Marietta has been left out of the picture entirely. In fact, things have actually improved for her over the years, with paintings long decreed to be by Tintoretto are now considered to have been pieces conceived and created fully by his daughter. Case in point, a painting called Old Man and a Boy, now in Vienna, that was considered to be a great work of Tintoretto until it was finally reclassified as a Marietta Robusti in the 1920s, which, to be fair, is still far earlier a point of reclassification than most works are when they are reattributed to women. It is not difficult, then, to imagine that there are potentially a few other Marietta works remaining out there, masquerading under the name of her more famous father. The only painting that historians all agree on as a truly identifiable work by Robusti is her own self-portrait, today found in the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, Italy. In this image, a blonde, rosy-cheeked Robusti gently smiles at the viewer as her right hand caresses the keys of a clavichord or a harpsichord, which was an instrument that her father had taught her to play and one which several of the artists we've spoken about in this course already, such as Sofonisba Anguissola and Lavinia Fontana, also presented themselves playing in their own self-portraits. In some ways, this image of oneself playing an instrument is like the Renaissance equivalent to the Zoom bookshelf, a way to note to viewers that these women were highly educated with a humanist background, which not only taught them about classical literature and art, but also in the appropriate pastimes for a well-educated lady, of which music was considered essential. Robusti, in her pale green dress and pearl necklace, looks like a Renaissance catch. She's beautiful, serene, smart, and talented. And such self-propagandizing probably worked, as historians believe that this was an image meant for her husband, a Venetian silversmith named Jacopo Augusta, whose 1578 marriage to Marietta had been arranged by none other than Tintoretto himself. Ugh, Tintoretto. He loved his daughter so much, and he wanted to give her every opportunity, to be sure. But he seems to have also have made things a little difficult for her, too. Because by the time she was in her 20s, Marietta had become so skilled and respected for her painting that two members of European royalty, King Philip II of Spain, who, by the way, had been a patron of Sophonisba Anguissolas, and the Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian, both sought her out as court portraitist. Though whether or not these were for long-term appointments or shorter-term projects is unknown. But Carlo Rodolfi, Tintoretto's biographer, and from whom we know most of the details about Marietta's life, notes that Tintoretto so adored his daughter that he couldn't bear to have her leave Venice. And as a result, he turned down his daughter's incredible career offers. Now, I have somewhat reasonable doubts about this response. I wonder if this is just a pat and easy answer, and if there wasn't something else going on here to this story and to this potential dismissal of these jobs. But I have nothing but Carlo Rodolfi's words to back me up here. 
All I know is that it's hard not to wonder how much more Marietta Robusti would have achieved, or not, if she had been allowed to take these chances. Who knows how many more easily identifiable works from Robusti would be swirling around out there. What's equally disheartening is that for many years, Marietta Robusti's life and work has only been viewed in the light of her relationship with her famous father, something that actually grew into a kind of cult admiration of Marietta as this perfect daughter and doomed heroine of the arts after her untimely death at around the age of 30 from unknown causes, although at least one art historian believes that she may have passed, of course, during childbirth. In the Romantic period of the 19th century, for example, her life, fueled by her early death and her father's love, inspired mid-century painters to create their own dramatized versions of Tintoretto sitting at his daughter's deathbed, where the artist may or may not have painted Marietta's final portrait. Such images have reduced Robusti's life to this relationship, and this relationship only, of a daughter in service of her father, the great master. For many years, this narrative just stuck. That's coming up next, right after this break. I work in the visual arts, so I know a thing or two about being creative. But if you're working for yourself, it's also time to get creative to make your mark in the world. Whether you're an independent creator like me or you're working as part of a team, you can make your business stand out from the rest with Issue. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials and magazines to catalogs, portfolios, and more. So there's no need for endless scrolling through PDFs. Issue features your digital content in an easy-to-view way on every device. You make it once, and you can distribute it everywhere without reformatting an Instagram post for Twitter or whatever your platform may be. Your content is automatically optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue works seamlessly with the other tools that you probably already use and love, like Canva, Dropbox, MailChimp, and InDesign. And you can start using Issue for free. Try it out and explore premium features that offer a customized experience. You can get started with Issue today for free or sign up for an annual premium account and get 50, that's 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code ARTCURIOUS. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code ARTCURIOUS at checkout for your free starter account or 50% off an annual premium account. Issue.com slash podcast code ARTCURIOUS. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship that we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about story worth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that will connect you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relatives or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions that you may never have thought of before, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out about? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your loved one's stories, including any photos they want to share, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to keep and revisit for generations to come. 
I have used StoryWorth twice now to create books for both of my parents, and the book has already been poured over numerous times by all of us, including my young child, who loves to read the funny stories about his grandparents' lives. And that connection won't just come after a whole year. You will feel it every week when you read the weekly responses to your recipient's questions. And this is a wonderful way to connect with your loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. With StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart, and I'm preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash ArtCurious and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash ArtCurious to save $10 on your first purchase. Welcome back to Art Curious. Thankfully, as with the 1920s reassessment of the Vienna painting and other potential rediscoveries, Marietta Robusti is now, metaphorically, stepping out of her father's shadow. And what's really interesting, too, is that more scholarship has been dedicated to understanding Marietta Robusti's influence on her father's career. In the years following Marietta's death, Tintoretto did produce far fewer paintings, and with some, it has been posited, in lesser levels of fineness and quality. Originally, historians claimed this as a reflection of a father's grief, doing less and with less finesse because of his normal, understandable emotional devastation. And while this may have indeed play a role, art historians are now pointing to another probable cause for this downtick in production. Tintoretto no longer had Marietta at his side to bring his works that additional high level of quality and finesse. While he was always an extraordinary painter, there's no exaggeration in the assertion that many of his best works were done in cooperation with his daughter, Marietta Robusti. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to Art Curious today, and I hope that you loved learning about Marietta as much as I did. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it would mean a lot to me as an independent creator if you would register for my course, Breaking Barriers, Women Artists of Renaissance Europe. It's less than $30 and you get 21 days to learn on your own time and at your own pace. And I promise it's fun. Please register now at avid.fm Jennifer, where you will get the entire 21-day course and receive a PDF with every episode that features the images we've discussed and provides you with a recommended reading list. So again, Breaking Barriers, Women Artists of Renaissance Europe, available now at avid.fm Jennifer. You can also find the links in your handy-dandy podcast app right now. So thank you for sticking with me, and I so appreciate you supporting me while I research my next book project. You are awesome. Stick with me, and I'll be back with you soon. Stay curious.